Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Brother Bob's back. What's happening? Big Mike's back. How you doing? Jeff's back. Hey there. Carl's back. What up? Silent Ron's back. Hello. Our Bible verse is Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Mike, do you want to read that? Yes. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So our topic tonight is forgiveness. Maybe for some of us it's lack thereof. Yeah, I'd probably go along that one more. <laughs> I think it's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know we're always supposed to look forward and I think that's one of the hard things is when you forgive to not look back on it but I think maybe there's a difference between forgiving and forgetting yeah you know I know sometimes it can go hand in hand because then you automatically revert back to those same feelings but I think that with time and prayer you can get over quite a bit of that I'm not saying all because once you forgive Shouldn't you forget? No way, bro. If you're, if I were to forgive you for doing something, you wouldn't want me to forget about it and let it go. I would want you to. Want you to, but that's not going to happen. I mean, depending on how bad it is. I think it's somewhat in human nature to keep like a little fence up. I got you. When somebody does that to you, so it's so I think that that's kind of what it is. Is um, to but, maybe not trust that person the same. But if you can't let it go, how can you truly forgive? I think you can let it go and, and still remember. I think there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Those are two different things. Forgiveness only requires you. Reconciliation requires both of you. But you know that reference that we just read, Jesus is clearly saying we're expected to forgive the way we're forgiven. Right? How can we expect him to do something for us that we're unwilling to do for somebody else? And it's interesting. I just read the the book of Micah today. And at the very end of that, he gives this, this long, really detailed graphic exhortation of his frustrations and anger at the people of Israel and Judah both. How deeply and grievously they've sinned. And it ends with his promise that he will forgive them and take their iniquities and cast them into the sea. It's idiomatic for forgetting that they ever sinned against them. And I promise you, the sins they committed are worse than anything anyone's done to anybody at this table. Right? Their sins were vile. And he says that he cast them into the sea. But again, that's reconciliation, I think. Right? That's for those who he does his part on the forgiveness paradigm. You have to do your part, too. Right. right. If he's reaching out his hand, you have to reach back. Right. right. But if somebody, if somebody that we need to forgive, and I'm, I'm saying this to me because I struggle. I'm the one that suggested the topic because he's laid it pretty heavy on me the past week. And I don't know why all of a sudden. But I've struggled with this for a long time. You know, when you're hurt by somebody, you don't want to let it go. Right. It's hard to let it go. You know? Oh, yeah. But... If we want to heal, we have to, mm-hmm. right? And if they're doing their part in the reconciliation process, if we want God to forgive us, we have to be willing to do that for our neighbor too. Yep. 
And I don't want him forgetting. I don't want him to remember my sins. And I can tell you that right now. Right. I do not want God to remember the things I've done. I don't even remember. I don't even want to remember the things I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, I certainly don't want him to. And that's what I was saying. So you have to forgive yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the you hardest have to thing. Forgive yourself. Yeah, that's the. <clears throat> that's like the being locked up in a cage inside your mind, because if you can't forgive yourself, then you're always in that cage. Yeah. How do you move forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also too, like we've talked about before, the ripple effect and how it affects other people. You have somebody that hurts you in a certain way. Not only are you going to be on guard with that person if you do forgive, but anybody else that has that same type of relationship where they can hurt you that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that that's somewhat, to me, also part of the forgetting part. Now, healthy boundaries are important. Like you know, don't get me wrong. If it's somebody that hurts you in a in a you know, if we're talking like a in a like a sexual assault or something like that, you know, to use like a real extreme case, right. I'm not saying to go on dates with them. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, Boundaries absolutely. are important. You yeah. know what I mean? But forgiveness is important in the healing process, also. Yeah. Because on that example, recon- reconciliation probably isn't going to happen anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. No, not if you've been not if you've been deeply cut or hurt by somebody, you know, especially in something in, in a situation like that, you know, you can forgive them people, but you just don't put yourself in that position again around them same people. Right. And that kind of in that kind of place it'd be hard to forget too. Mm-hmm. We well, the thing is is brain is wired such not to forget. Right. The thing is 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 like that. You know, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to set ponder on it either, because all that's going to do is just bring misery back in your life. So, to a certain extent, you got to forget it. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But you got to set them boundaries too, to where you don't get yourself back in that same situation. And you know, keep you going. So it, it's actually it's a fine line. You know, you got to forget it to a certain extent, but yet them boundaries are in place because if you don't forget it. It's just going to be like a piece of cancer festering inside you mm-hmm. because you're, that's all you think about. Or, you know, or you see something that, that brings that memory back up, you know. So it, it's just like something poking and prodding at you. And, and honestly, that's, that's a good way for Satan to get his claws back in you because he can use that memory to drag you backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, you, you know, you, when God forgives us, and he truly forgives us. You know, we truly repent and he forgives us. He he doesn't remember that sin no more. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Right. And that's why I was trying to say, is it forgive and forget? Mm-hmm. It is. But you got to, like I say, you got you to gotta forget to a certain extent so you can get past it and go on with life and not just think about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I say, it's a it's a fine line, and like Jeff said, our brains are wired to 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 be on guard all the time. Yeah, right. There will always be stuff. Yeah. In life, always. it's going to bring up a sin against you. Yeah. That's the, that you're going to fight. And it's a process. And as for me, as time goes on, it's easier. You know, because you, you know, and as close closer that you are with God, it's easier. You know, you rely on His grace and, and kind of just change focus and have to reset your brain and um, move on. But but as far as like for me to totally forget, I know God does. 
I get it, but I'm not God. I'm right. not. Mm-hmm. And a, lot you know, of, a lot of people say uh, out of sight, out of mind. Right. right. But, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times the offenses we think that somebody done to us are petty. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're very vague. They're very vain. They're, they're, they're like nothing, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, we take it to heart on a lot of that stuff because... Oh, it's all about me. It's all about me. That that brings the pride back out in you because you think somebody done something bad to you and they may not even have meant for it to, you know. Right. And that's what, like, for me, there's different stuff. You know, like, I can forgive a quite a bit of things, but there's a handful of things that is a lot harder to forgive. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, the petty stuff, like, if you can't forgive and forget the petty stuff, yeah, you really need to be on your knees more. Well, you better, yeah, you better, you better, yeah. better step back and take a check at your own. The world we live in—that's a daily ritual. Absolutely man. is, and that's what I had to do mm-hmm. with Bob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what I had to do with Bob and, you know, Ma- just, and Mike with and Carl. It was, it was petty. It was petty. <laughs> <laughs> I think one struggle we have, or I have anyway, is that forgiveness doesn't excuse the offending behavior, right? right. Yeah. You forgive the person, but not not the sin, not the action, not the action. Yes, you know, and that's that's where the boundaries come in, and that's why I think it's hard to for me to forgive someone is because, like, in a way, like subconsciously, I think if I forgive them, I'm saying it's okay what they did, right? And it's not okay what they did, right? So, like, I got to kind of reprogram myself because that's not. So at the moment, our listeners are probably thinking that's about as clear as mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgiveness doesn't ex- forgiveness doesn't excuse the bad behavior. Right, right. It, it overlooks not. the bad behavior. There's a there's a key difference there. It overlooks it. And you know when we say forget, or when I say forget, I'm saying it idiomatically. It's not possible to forget certain it, things. It's not right. But we don't let it dictate our attitude. Right, and if exactly. we're if we're letting it dictate our attitude toward that person, then we need forgiveness. Yeah, too. that means right. you're dwelling on it, and mm-hmm. you should yeah. not dwell on it. Right. Like Bob had said, and you were talking. <clears throat> Ronnie has said previously, not related to this, but it rings true. It's okay if you feel that way, but you can't stay that way. Yeah, you know, right. So it's okay if you're not okay, but you can't stay there. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah. But, I mean, something that has helped me is is creating new memories with that person. Or with that situation, mm-hmm. yeah, um, kind of like a new path to reset an old path. And then, then in the midst of thinking of that situation, I kind of deprogram myself to think about the positive stuff and the good memories. And, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. There's a lot of wisdom in that. Create action steps toward toward that goal of forgiveness. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it it takes time. I mean, some things take a lot of time. A long yeah. time. Yep. And and that that goes back, honestly, that goes back to a heart issue, you know, because it takes a long time, especially if you got wounded deep, you know, a deep wound in your heart, which means, yeah, you know, so um, it takes a while for that to mend, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. a lot of times the other person doesn't even know about it, right? Mm-hmm. Correct, right. right? Like with, yeah. like yeah. with Silent Ron and Bob, or yeah. Yeah. Big Mike and Carl, and yeah. like because all I had it done would come back and talk to me, and I'd be like, "Oh man, you know, yeah. I'm sorry, I did not mean to do that to you." And, you know? and, and I guarantee it wasn't intentional by no means. It's just where I was at that day. What happened? It just it was so. And you look back at it now, 
or even before, you know, I was saved or whatever, if I was to look back at it, I'd be like, man, that was petty. It was very, very, I mean, it was so small, but I made it so big Mm-hmm. That it just infested my whole self. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, couldn't even. I didn't even want to look that way. Yeah, and mine was a total pride thing. So I asked for yeah. your forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Mine was a total pride thing because it's like, what the heck? What's yeah. going on? Why you know? Forgiveness then, requires you to to let go of your pride yeah. and your right to be offended. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, forgiveness opens you, know, you up. Because just yeah, like really we talked does. about last week. Opens you up for other, other you stuff. Know, yeah. how, do, how, did I, how do I know that that wouldn't be, and I'm not saying it is, obviously, but if that wouldn't be Carl's only calling that God had him to do. And I'm, I'm challenging that by being angry at the fact that, oh, he started a podcast. Like, how big of a deal is that? Because... You know, all we, we all we talk about all the time here from the from day one is if we get one person to listen, that's that's enough for all of us. Well, yeah, we were the only Christian podcast there is, Mike. Right? I know, right? Weren't we? No, <laughs> in this entire world, <laughs> you know. But it, you know, so it was. It, it was just it was just a total incomplete pride issue, and it was just so stupid, you know. And again, like I said, to to question. The calling on Carl's heart, without knowing Carl, without talking to Carl, without you know being in any of the conversation with Carl on anything, and then he like like you said, he didn't know. Yeah, same with Bob. I hardly you know? even knew Bob when that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I knew him. Right. My uncle knew him because he's the one that sent me there. Yeah. You know, all I knew is there was something wrong here, and then when I got there. And it was like nothing wrong, mm-hmm. and it just festered in me the wrong way. Right. I said, "Well, I'm done. Yeah, I won't ever step a foot in this shop again." Mm-hmm. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, God said, that, "One bit." That, that <laughs> because he was just there today. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that circle that y'all were talking about what a few weeks ago. Yeah, coming mm-hmm. full circle now. It's totally different. Absolutely. Totally different. Yeah. So, but... It takes a transformed heart, mm-hmm. right? Because I think, I think all unforgiveness has a root in pride. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, oh. it's our ego that got hurt in some way, and because my mm-hmm. ego is supreme, I can't forgive this person because me, right? You know, mm-hmm. and the first thing God's going to do when he transforms your heart is to deflate your ego. It's the very first balloon he's going to pop yeah. is your ego. Yeah. I guarantee it. Well, yeah, because he's got to get that out of the way to be able to clean the rest of you up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's awful nice of him. It is. <laughs> Very nice of him. <laughs> Sometimes it's a... It's that a, thing is, I think when he popped my ego, he didn't get a big enough hole because it took it a long time to get out. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm still deflating. I'm still deflating. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's a Some sl- let out the slow leak. Yeah. And then sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's the dark where it's instantaneous. Yeah, it's a different process for everybody, but the end result's always the same. The end result is to get you to a place where you can view others more important than yourself. You do yeah. more for others than you do for yourself, and you start viewing others the way he views them. Mm-hmm. Right? Your heart starts breaking for what breaks his, not for what breaks your own. Absolutely. Right? So. Yep. I think sometimes what, what can help help a person unforgiveness is if you analyze the other person a little deeper too. Like 
what's their home life like, what's their story, you know, how do they deal with relationships. Wow. Um, I don't, it's hard. Yeah. But I think in the process of, of forgiveness, that, that is a method you can do is to analyze the other person. Well, that, that'd be where I need to go then because I was just telling Bob and Mike before podcast that I got a friend and that's where I'm at with him. And I'm only seeing it after you saying that. Thanks, Jeff. I'm only seeing it from my side. Right. Yeah. And I need to look at the other side. Yeah, you got to put Instead of just in thinking, I'm yeah. hearing excuses, I need to know both sides of the facts, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess they can help you deal with it. You know, someone that, you know, came from an abusive childhood is going to be a little more aggressive in situations than someone who was pampered by mom and dad forever you know they might have an arrogance about them that they're better than everybody or, or something you know and and then you know both of them you might have have to deal with the situation at hand but it, it can kind of if you take that step back for me it kind of helps me at, but you got to be careful because it almost is making an excuse for him too and it's not an excuse right. like it's not no yeah. but but it, it helps my heart I can think, going to remain unnamed, but I can think of one person that gets on my everlasting nerve, and I know I know some things, and it probably explains why. So it helps me deal with it a little bit. So it's not the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on my nerve too, but not my everlasting. Nerve. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying that you know you got the guy that come from the broken home, then you got the guy that come from the pampered home. We put them two together, it's kind of like mixing oil and water. But there's one way you can mix that oil and water. The only way you can. The common interest of Jesus common Christ. Need, there you go. Yes, Jesus sir. Christ can, can mix that oil and water. He can take it away. He can separate what needs to be mm-hmm. separated. And he can unite them. Well, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, think about, like, our church as a whole. Like, we're fairly united I think mm-hmm. as a whole yeah 90%. Very, very diverse and yeah think yes. about all the backgrounds involved oh yeah or, and not everybody's here in our small group but even our small group that mm-hmm. you know, several of us are in come from so many different areas and so many different backgrounds oh, yeah. and, and steps of life right and like and we have a common interest and for the most part we get along pretty good yeah and we definitely have each other's back oh yeah so the yeah, that's kind of that's kind of cool to point to you know bring that up. That the central focus being Jesus, mm-hmm. everybody can get along. It goes back to him saying the circle. You know, yeah. Jesus got to be in the center of the circle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought about that twice last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so yeah, that was a very good point you brought up there. It was all Pastor Micah. That's where I, I got that from. It don't matter where you got it from. You brought it to us. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that, and that's the way it works. If you, you had it from, we you get it from it. one guy, right? You know what I mean. And then yeah. we, you tell it to other guys, and then they tell it to other guys, because I've used it several times since you've told us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's what iron sharpening iron is all about, right? And that's that's the importance of community that's and coming exactly together with that common interest, like you said, of, of our king at the center of all of it. You know, you know it's like when we, when, we come to your, when we come to your baptism, the guy that was preaching that night, when he said that when John the Baptist baptized people, he baptized them forward. So that way, when they come out, they was looking up. And then after Jesus Christ died and got rose again, now we baptize backwards like we're coming up out of the grave. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So and that just stuck with me. I'm like, man, That's I had never thought about that that way, but that is very cool. And very, very I use that all the time now yeah. too because yeah. it absolutely is truth. I mean, you know, right before before Jesus didn't get it. Like you say, if we didn't have each other's backs, we wouldn't have gone. Right, right. To be there, to hear that, to see that. You know what I mean? To be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's what is is so great about this and doing it is it's just pure. Because yeah. you I have mean, to forgive me, Carl. I missed it. That's <laughs> 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 to forgive. That's not a no. That's not a. Yeah. We just happen to be a small group. And, yeah, we just went on a small but, group. Uh, right. But yeah, I mean, because it's it is it's yeah. there's. Nobody here has any other reason to be here other than to sit and, and talk about Jesus. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and, and the things that He's done in life, His our, our lives, and our take maybe on on some things, and we could learn. We may be wrong this, in it, or you know, everybody. Table for me. Everybody has different different opinions, and you know, and that's what it's about. I mean, bouncing those ideas off so that you do get more knowledge. And you maybe look at it from a different perspective because sometimes I know I can look at it from a totally selfish, you know, point of view, you know, and then you guys put me in check with, well, maybe this is the way, and, and you know, I mean, some are a little nicer than others. Bob's a little nicer than Ronnie, but Ronnie's <laughs> Thank you. Good. I see that. That's and that's bullying. Yeah. That's bullying. That's bullying. <laughs> <bully. laughs> Ronnie is a bully. He is a bully. Didn't you hear what he said when I, when he first got here? He told me to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need a lot of forgiveness at this table. <laughs> yeah, maybe this was a good subject. Yeah. Maybe we need to go around and see what we're going to do. But in his defense, tonight. I did tell him I was thinking about leaving because I hadn't had supper yet. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been eating lunch, so I was going to go get me something to eat. You are going to need forgiveness. In the <laughs> so... Um, we talked about reconciling with people. In perfect world, it's a two-way street to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, that doesn't always happen. I think we have to focus a lot on forgiveness helping us, you know, as mm-hmm. well. So, um, there's a, a Bible verse, Colossians 3.13. It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. You know, that verse doesn't really talk about them forgiving you back. And we just got to remember, I think, that forgiveness is as much for the other person. It's as much for you as it is the other person. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, the other person won't have any remorse or even... You know, we already talked about not knowing, but sometimes they know. (laughs) They still don't have any remorse. That is true. But it helps your own heart. Right, with you saying that, if if we don't have forgiveness in our hearts... How are we to allow God to fill our hearts if we if we don't? I mean, because with the forgiveness, it's it's kind of it's kind of giving God a clean slate to be able to come in and and yeah. enter our hearts. Yeah. It's like right. the full half glass of water, right? Yes. Like you got to empty the glass to be the sponge to allow more to come in. To come in, yes. Well, and what comes to mind when you read that verse also is you know making allowance for one another's faults. I think a lot of times we hold grudges and unforgiveness against people for hurting us. I don't even realize they did. Right. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times, I think I've, I've been guilty of that. I think there's people that I've held bitterness toward for years probably that would be clueless. 
mm-hmm. about what they mm-hmm. even did to, to oh, wrong me. I'm giving air quotes on the right. podcast. I was stupid. <laughs> to wrong me in some way, you know? We'll I can it. already tell yeah. you I have done that several times. <laughs> I've got, now that I mean, you said that, I've got one from way, way back. And it just hit me when you said that. And they've, they probably don't even know how bad they actually scarred me because to the point of where until this exact moment this this happened when I was still in school over 20 some years ago but until this moment just now when you said that I pretty much forgotten that I'd hated him so long and I hadn't forgave him and I'm on and I need to well, I think it, it, it just hit me. That's awesome. Part of it that we need to remember too, and I was writing that down when you guys were talking, was um, we're called the judge, but not the people that don't have the same beliefs as us. Right. So that's another thing I think that when you're when you're holding on to something and you're not forgiving and things like that, is we're in a place of. We're, we're trying to forgive because right. of the fact of our walk with Christ. But so that reconciliation may not happen, but at the same time, you know, they, don't, they may not have the same belief system as us. So, I mean, we just have to make sure that we're fully letting go of it. And we're right. still getting rid of that issue that we have and, you know, laying it at the, at the, feet, of, the feet of God to, to truly say. It's probably not <coughs> correct I mean, to say it like this, but, like, it's more important to us as being believers to forgive then it probably is then to the them as yeah. a non-believer yeah right to and again i think that's getting forgived or yeah. Yeah. all in general no not all in general just, just who we who were who we're not forgiving right cuz they were saying that you know they like don't even show remorse or anything and i think that that's part of the that god hole in their lives of not even of knowing about what they did, but still feeling no remorse right. and you know caring about the, any kind of either getting or giving forgiveness on it or on it. Well, and if they're a non-believer and they haven't been regenerated, they may not be capable of it yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like we are capable of you know, but with the empowerment of His Spirit, we're capable of letting go. We're capable of forgiving as He forgives if we choose to surrender to it. If they haven't even surrendered to belief yet, they may not be there yet. Right. So we have to be cautious about that. Also, right. holding things right. over someone's head. That they're not even in a place spiritually where they're where they're there yeah, yet, right? You know? And once again, that right. goes back to that guy I was telling so, you about. He probably ain't there. Mm-hmm. And I've held that grudge for twenty years until right now. And he probably doesn't even know. No, yeah. he has no clue. I know yeah. he doesn't. I never brought it up. I never told him. It was one of those things that happened. And the more I sat and stewed on it, the more I got furious about it to the point of where mm-hmm. he was dead to me. Until just now. Yeah, well, I'll give you some advice. If you really want to reconcile it, reconcile it before he is dead. Because Mm -hmm. you didn't get that chance, did you? No. So, and that's a hard one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I Uh, guess you can say forgiveness is divine, but forgetting is righteousness because God mm -hmm. forgets, so that's righteous. So... I think. No, Bob, you, was that a final thought? No. You should have said it. I should have, but it just popped in my head, so I had to say it. Because I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Bob out. 
<laughs> Supper time. How did you Okay. No, I was just going to say, sound like a final thought. <laughs> I think what you were talking about, Ron, highlights also the need to confess what, how we've been hurt. Right? I think that's the importance of confessing to one another. That's mm-hmm. what he's talking about. That's that, that reconciliation process when you hold on to it. You don't even talk to the person about how they've hurt you or give them a chance to acknowledge it. And then it festers and turns into bitterness when, you know, if it had been confessed then and there early on, maybe it could have especially maybe it could have stopped right there. You yeah, know what I mean? Especially when you pass them all the time, you know, because this happened in school. So you're constantly passing them. So every time you even look at them and you're sitting there and you look at them and, you're, and all you can do is just like get more bitter and, you know, like to the point of where... He's, I'm done with him. He's done. Right. Yeah. You right. know, he's he's been erased, mm-hmm. so to say. You know, and like I said, he has been erased for over 20-some years. Yeah. Well, Mike kind of touched on judgment a little bit, and judgment kind of goes along with, like, for me, I have a, you know, when someone really wrongs me, wrongs me, I have this desire to get back a lot of times I do, yeah yeah and and uh, remembering to be merciful because Jesus was merciful to us you know, obviously trumps all that but but keeping in line with that focus is hard because um, you know mercy is the withholding of the punishment that someone deserves mm-hmm. deserves in our mind mm-hmm. you know as we've received mercy we need to be merciful right you because know, for sure he's given me enough mercy I could give it to someone else but that's hard. Mm-hmm. For Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff's not. Maybe that's why I couldn't forgive that guy because I didn't have the mercy you're talking about to yeah, be able to true. give him that yeah. same mercy. Yeah, that's true. Harold, I think just it's human nature to be vindictive. Like we are so wired by nature, I think, or by the world, really. You know, to go against. The Bible, yeah, mm-hmm. and if you think about it, it's just another form of competitiveness. What you know? I mean, oh, they wronged me. Oh, I'm a one of it, right? You know what I mean? Just like any, even when it's lighthearted, and you're like, if you do like stupid pranks to your friends, the next one's got to be bigger. The next, you know what I mean? And it's kind of that same thing when you're talking about this. When somebody hurts you, what can I do to hurt them more? You know what I mean? And sometimes, again, it's people we love. And it's people, you know, that, that you know, sometimes you can't take those words back. Yeah. And then you, you know, and you rightfully pay for them, even though you didn't meet them. Right. You know, but I mean, and we all know that in a lot of things, and there's some truth when it comes out, and things that you say, even in, in bitter anger and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's still that one upsmanship. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff. And, and like you say, once you say it, it's been said. Yeah. And they've heard it. About it. Right. So to get that to go away, it's going to take a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already heard it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you can object all you want. They heard it. Yeah. 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 So it's going to take a lot. Tricking from the you can be great. You can be great here, and then you say the wrong word, then you're here, and it takes a lifetime to get back here. Right. Well, and to the point of what you were talking about, Mike, you know, at time of recording, we just went to that men's conference a couple of days ago. And it's funny, 
you know, we were talking about it earlier today, Ronnie. One of the most impactful moments for me, because this forgiveness topic had already been on my heart going into it, right? And that was one of the things that got broached by one of the speakers at the conference, which isn't, you know, that's not a huge confirmation because it's probably not unusual to hear about forgiveness at a Christian men's conference, right? right. But, <laughs> but I happened to go out into the lobby and caught Brandon, who's, you know, Brandon from the podcast, and stopped him and we started talking and he just, you know, starts talking about the forgiveness topic too. And he brings it up, right? And it had been kind of hitting me anyway after they, after they talked about it. I was like, man, that was already on my heart. You know, what are you trying to tell me, God? And he starts talking about it with me. And we have a conversation and he asked, he asked a question that really hit me hard. And it's probably going to stick with me for a very long time. He said, if we don't treat the person who wronged us the same way we did before they wronged us, have we really forgiven them? That's a powerful question. It's a very powerful question, and I'll be honest, I don't know. When I think about the people that I know have hurt me, I say out loud I forgive them. I pray and tell God I forgive them. I convince myself I forgive them, but behaviorally I don't know. Right. Without having the opportunity to interact with them, I don't know. And the not knowing is what bothers me. Right. Yeah, that's deep. I wish you would nothing to share that. <laughs> yeah, because it goes back to that kid again. Yeah. Well, because no, and I know what you're talking about. And in talking about it too, I'm thinking, well, I know uh, it's the same thing. I've said I forgave him. I've prayed about it. I've talked to God and given it to him. And but then I know that I'm probably guarded with part of myself when mm-hmm. I'm around them. So have I truly forgiven, yeah. or is it just being cautious? But do I? Yeah, you know what I mean. Is it, is it cautious or just lip service? Right. right. Absolutely. Those boundaries you Absolutely. put up, do you let that bleed out into right. the way you act toward them? Right. Exactly. Now boundaries are great, but it shouldn't bleed out onto them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's something that, like I say, I don't have an answer. Like it's something I need to evaluate in myself. I think. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah, that's good, Carl. That was Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, I think I was standing there. I remember that guy. But again, he used to be on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. But again, you hadn't shared. That's true. Another layer of thought we wouldn't have had. Huh. So let's give out some hope on forgiveness. Like we've hit topics. Jeff's gave some methods yeah. on what we could put in practice. Anybody got anything else to put in practice that might help? Well, and I'll I'll say it for myself that I need to work on trying to be more like Jesus in forgiving others and really put it at the forethought, right in the front part of my heart when I say, or when I go back to, have I forgiven this person, or I forgive this person, and you know, really pay attention to, is it just lip service, or am I doing something, you know, to make it, you know. Yeah. So, I think I would say, I would remind anyone that it is a process. When you've been hurt, forgiveness Let's be real. It's not a it's not a thirty seconds and done type of thing, mm-hmm. and your God understands that, right? He understands your hurt. He understands the impact that hurt has on you emotionally, 
and he he gives you space for that process and you need to give yourself space for it too i think the 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 best first step is to forgiveness starts with a mindset right take your thoughts captive you know what i mean try to try to guard your thoughts guard against the negativity in your thoughts towards a person i think that's step number 1 in engaging in the process of forgiveness so for me to forgive so for me to forgive I need to first forgive myself because God forgave me. Mm-hmm. Yep, forgive yourself for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, that's my final thought. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So, but yeah, for me to forgive, I'd have to forgive myself first. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you got anything to add? Uh, well, or- I just think in summary, you know... Forgive yourself, like Ron said. Be merciful. Be graceful. Um, don't be hard on yourself, because remember, like, the flesh, you're, you're wired from the flesh for it to be hard to forgive. Um, I just try to understand with them where they're coming from. Yeah, really, in summary. Yeah. All that's hard. It's just another battle that you have. The thing is, is if you're having trouble forgiving the one thing, maybe there needs to be forgiveness in the forgiveness. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because there's got to be something else that is not allowing you to forgive that one problem. Mm -hmm. So there may be another problem that you're not really understanding what it is. So, yeah, you got to forgive in the forgiveness to be able to forgive. Yeah. And I know what that is for me. You guys do too. It's a, it's pride. Yeah. Now I will say mm-hmm. what, what this, what this kid I've been talking about all night is, it's me. It was me. If I could ever get this pride thing figured out, I'd be like a grade A number one Christian. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a forgiven type guy, wouldn't you? Wouldn't we where, all? <laughs> where, where does patience fall under that? I don't know if patience is is really a problem of forgiveness for me. No, I'm just saying you. If, if you got pride out of the way, oh, patience would be that. <laughs> I thought you already got that taken care of. Yeah, I do. Until next time. <laughs> Until, next time. Until somebody else tests it, right? Oh, God, I just tested today multiple times. I failed miserably multiple times too. No, I think like. To retouch on what Bob said, like forgiveness could be that snowball effect too. Yeah. Right? Like that one little petty thing turns into another petty thing to another petty thing. And then. Where does it stop? Where does it stop? It doesn't because it becomes a landslide. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You guys are going to kick out of this. So, patience story, real quick. At the the conference this weekend, right, I had patience problems. Uh, At the Christian men's conference, I had patience problems. Yeah. (laughs) So, they let us all out to go eat lunch, right? 1,600 guys with one table of food. Smart. Whoever thought of that was genius. Anyway, (laughs) we're all making headway to this one table. And I got my special needs autistic son that don't like crowds with me, right? So, I got a little hut or a little like, not hut, but a little like, guard around him trying to cap him space as we're moving through the line nobody cares though you know because and i i literally told aiden i'm like get back get back we gotta wait 
This guy is starving. Would you look at him? He hasn't eaten in three days. Go ahead, guy. Go ahead. Like, I said that to a guy at the conference. I literally did that. Not proud of that, but I did. So, yeah, I definitely got patience problems, don't I? He just turned to look at me, and he moseyed his way up there through five, six, seven, eight different people. Like, he made it. He, his goal was done. Hope he's listening. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I forgive him. You're going to have to go home and ask for yourself now. I forgave him before we left, though. But did you forgive yourself for saying it? No, because I'd say it again. Is that a problem? (laughs) It might be a problem. Might be. Might be a problem. It sounds like it. Hey, honesty is not a problem. No, honesty is not a problem. You're not forgiving yourself for saying that to the guy now. That might be a problem. I don't know that I was wrong for saying <laughs> that. in yeah. itself might be a there, problem. There again, there's one of them little snowball problems. <laughs> all right, we can close. Thank you very much, so. Yeah, all that good stuff you said before that. Yeah. It's kind of got a rage. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> edit. <laughs> we all know I edit so well. Yeah. Final thoughts? Pull the needle off the record time. I got one here. Well, get on your phone. Like normal. It is. Well. <laughs> you are on one. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go while he's thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. Ask the Lord to grant strength to extend the grace of forgiveness over judgment. There you go. Pretty good. All right. If Jesus forgave those who nailed him to the cross, and if God forgives you and me, how can you hold your forgiveness from someone else? That was in the grim. Good stuff. Ron, you got one? I pretty much gave mine earlier. You know, God, God forgave us, so I need to forgive myself so I can forgive others. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess... Uh, I would say once you figure out the forgiveness and and you get that in check, just allow <clears throat> just allow the peace to come in and soothe the heart. Carl, I think mine pairs really well with yours. Actually, I would just caution people that unforgiveness I think could be likened to an invasive weed in your heart. And it just becomes bitterness, and it grows, and it spreads, and it chokes everything good out. And if you want the garden of your heart to be fruitful, you have got to pluck that up by the root as early as possible and cast it aside. I think for me, the world looks at forgiveness as a weakness when it's actually something strong that you can take out. That's true. Absolutely. That's good right there. Join us on our Facebook group, Broken Record Ministries. Comment, like, share with your friends. Give us some topic discussion, episode titles. Um, if you want to go into long form, you can email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com. And until next time. Broken Record Ministry. Catch you on the flip side.